Hello Internet, and welcome to Cyberscape, brought to you by Good Game Nights. My name is Sean. I am the game master for this wild adventure that you are about to witness in one way, shape, or form. And I uh, just have a couple of quick announcements before we get started. I just wanted to introduce you a bit to the game and let you know what to expect. This is a real play podcast we'll play uh, tabletop rpg podcast we are using the dungeon world system which we will talk a little bit more about in the episode itself and this what you are about to listen to is our world building episode our setup or our session zero i highly recommend listening to this i know a lot of people like to skip straight to session one but this is going to set up a lot of information and a lot of details that you really want going to want to hear if you're going to be fully invested and understand what's going on in the game itself because trust me we're just going to jump right in now with rules and things like that we're going to explain those as we go so if you've never played dungeon world power by the apocalypse uh, apocalypse world sprawl the veil anything like that you're in good company either have we and uh, we're going to be learning those rules as we go. Anyway, I'm going to shut up now because we're going to cover a lot of this in the episode itself. Thank you all for listening and enjoy the show. My name is Sean. I'm going to be your game master for our first session of Cyberscape here today. Joining me are uh, Savannah, Ryan, and Lindsay. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Oh, guys. <laughs> uh, we're here to play a, a game called Cyberscape. This is going to be, our, like I said, our first session, our first time playing this system. Uh, it's a tabletop RPG like so many other you might be listening to or... Uh, enjoying elsewhere uh, we're going to be playing uh, it's going to be a bit different than anything you've probably uh, listened to or uh, witnessed before uh, we're mostly going to be playing dungeon world which i think is pretty popular and most people are familiar with but the game is going to be set in a uh, dystopian sort of futuristic setting um and again, well, I'm not going to do an info dump here at the beginning because nobody wants to listen to that. Uh, but we'll do a little bit of a teaser for it. And right now we're just going to kind of talk about our characters for the most part. Um, so I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the setting just to help for that. Um, so like I said, uh, dystopian future. Uh, everybody lives in this uh, region or this uh, conglomerate referred to as the uh, World Associated Nations. Uh, exists in what was formerly the Americas, um, has fallen away and uh, associated within this uh, WAN. Um, our crew here lives in a region of the WAN referred to as Zeta, the Zeta Ward, uh, and specifically in Zeta Metro, uh, which exists roughly where uh, modern-day Detroit would uh, center on and encompasses a very large section of geography in this mega city and yeah uh essentially they're going to be making their characters yeah we'll, we'll we'll get into a little bit more of that and what they're doing but uh you guys go ahead and we'll, we'll just introduce your characters a bit who you're playing and sort of flesh out the world through character creation so who wants to go first i'll go first hi i'm Lindsay. <laughs> hi Lindsay. hi i'm playing whist I'm not sure what all I'm supposed to say, but Wist used to be a pro gamer. Not just a pro gamer, but like 
big leagues, like what we think of as like pro people, like pro sport player, but like gaming. Um, she was legit, like some of, one of the best of the best. Uh, you might have noticed I've been saying was because there was a big old scandal where she was accused of cheating, and then it was pretty much proven that yeah she was cheating, and so she lost everything, and literally now like lives in a box. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk a little bit about the the video game and the the sort of culture of that too. Um, so before before our first session, we uh, developed this sort of mythos to the world of these um, these devices that everyone uses. Uh, we've referred to as uh, clicks, um, which are cerebral implants that people use to interact with technology. Uh, they can use it for artificial reality and augmented reality and uh, basically Google Glass uh, embedded into your skull. And it, it's... I think we, uh, and, and part of uh, Wist's backstory is, we, I think we developed that she was a pro gamer using some of these uh, virtual reality games. Uh, what, what was the specifically, I think, did, did you come up with the name I of the game did. she was playing? Yeah, what, what was the name of it? It was called Armament. Armament. And what was the what was the style of the game? It was sort of Call of Duty-ish, like very first person shooter, kind of PUBG. Uh Basically, it was it was more immersive though. Like you're supposed to, like you were dropped in a place and you needed to like get resources, build like yourself a fortress and stuff, and kind of stand alone against everybody else and kind of come out on top, sort of thing. Kind of Hunger Games style. And and, and we sort of uh, developed that. I mean, these are hugely popular events. Uh, millions of people across the world tuning in for them on a day to day basis. You were at the sort of at the top of your game, or you were at the oh yeah the lead of your class. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, what else about Wist? What's she, what's she doing now? She's, so, she's super successful, I bet. Oh, super. making millions of bucks. Duper, super duper. So, she lost everything. Man- well, I say everything. She managed to abscond with some of her riches before it was frozen and taken back away. Uh, with which, she hired a private investigator to figure out what the heck went on. Because she, in her mind, was like, I've been wronged. I was not cheating. Uh, and she wants to figure out what sort of weird conspiracy or people were out to get her. Um, so that happened. And also she had to pick up side jobs with her like kind of tech savviness uh, that she got from gaming slash like modding her own computer, whatever, whatever. I don't know. Futuristic tech savviness. Sure. She capitalized on her familiarity with computer systems and became a hacker. And over time, she's not doing, she's like taking what job she gets, you know, and some of them are great. And she's had to get, like, some cybernetic implants to, like, make herself better at this. Might be something of a criminal. Mm, but As you do. As, as you do. do. Um, just kind of waiting for her PI to get her back to the top, as it were. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of which, who, who is your, your PI? You know, I heard a lot of good things about this one named Tao. That would be me. Uh, Savannah, <coughs> I, will, I think we'll, we'll corner... I, I don't want to, like focus on anyway too much because we'll sort of develop as we go. I want this to be sort of a, a team building exercise too. So uh, Tal or Savannah, why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, about Tal? Hi. Yes, I'm Savannah and I'm playing um, a character named Natalia Soto, aka Tal. Um, she is a PI. She's a private investigator and she's a little bit old school in how she does things. So she has her click which allows her to do a lot of her work and take videos and photos and do a lot of general shady things um but she also carries around an actual camera 
like a weirdo. Yeah, that's, uh, I think we decided it's not very common, uh, people actually having physical electronic devices or mm-hmm. digital Yeah, so she's, like she's very into technology. She's very into, like, old technology um, as far as, like, gaming and stuff goes. She does use her click like everyone else, but also she has an actual television and gaming consoles. No. Um, yeah, in her, in her apartment, which is also her office. Um, and so she's very into that kind of thing. But yeah, she's a PI. She's been a PI for a long time. She was hired by uh, Wist to figure out what happened. So we've got some uh, mystery, intrigue. So let's let's bring in our uh, our third player and uh, character, Ryan. Ryan, who are you playing? I'm playing a digital person known as Blue. Uh, They are a program that exists on a few servers out there, but um, that's not really where they spend most of their time. Uh, They uh, spend the vast majority of their time uh, inhabiting different massively multiplayer online games where they build up lots of stuff and build mansions and loot and uh but does occasionally foray out into the meat space uh will uh interface with uh uh human clicks and uh will project through their optic sensors uh much like augmented reality and will appear before them um so i, I want to talk about um the the digital persons because you, you use that term i think uh more commonly we might refer to those people as a uh, artificial intelligence <gasps> the decision that get g- aghast how uh, we, we dare don't... you sir racist there is frankly. nothing artificial about this intelligence <laughs> <laughs> uh we we actually uh, since the uh digital persons rights act was something that was uh put into effect, uh, enacted in the late 21st uh, century, um, as this is the year, uh, as I should have said before, we're in the year 2131, um, the future. Uh, but since this uh, fight for civil equality, um, in these uh, digital persons are uh, integrated members of society. Uh, so you, you were talking about Blue sort of building up stuff. What sort of stuff does Blue like? It depends on the game. Uh, but Blue is a collector, practitioner, and uh, appreciator of the finer things. Um, is very much into uh, items that are quite exclusive or expensive uh, uh blue is the obnoxious person that uh spends a ton of money on uh, cosmetics in games <laughs> but they you know they w- uh want to have all like the uh all the skins they get all they 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 bought all the skins in overwatch you know what i mean like they just bought them with real money they just did it uh and because you know they, even if it's like a loot box system they'll do that uh because honestly, um, Blue also has a little bit of a gambling problem. <laughs> Overwatch, by the way, is still hugely popular. <laughs> so, so the gambling problem. I think we talked before uh, about linking uh, how how that sort of brought you into the same sphere of influence as Wist. Yes. Uh, well, Blue played Armament for a bit as well, 
uh, back in the day and came across Wist and recognized that uh, she was uh, hmm, just stunning at the game. A savant. Well, I thank uh, you. And uh, just on a completely other level than anything that they'd seen before. So uh, Blue uh, tried to encourage Wist to join in some tourneys um, and to apply. And uh, I think we discussed maybe Blue tossed in like your application fee for yeah, the first yeah. one. Um, and Blue bet heavily upon Wist. Heavily. Uh, and it paid dividends. And for uh, the the length of Wiss career, um, Blue made quite a bit of money. Um, though, <laughs> when the allegations came forth, that kind of uh, brought the money train to a halt. And also got Blue uh, blacklisted at a few gambling sites. Because um, <laughs> uh, some people would assume that perhaps Blue knew something about it. Um, and so Fair enough. they, uh, it just, it's, it came off as some sort of insider knowledge. Um, so blues in, in a bit of a, uh, you know, one of those opportunities in life where we can just <laughs> look at the wreckage around <laughs> us and say, wow, I can, I can start over. <laughs> How Delightful. joyous is this? <laughs> um, I think that brings up a good point because, you know, even if uh, a digital person uh, were, I mean, in the situation, what, I mean, what are the real like stakes for a digital person? I mean, if you lose money or have money and so, I mean, how does that affect your lifestyle? I mean, is there any real like uh, quality of life issues? Um, well, it's, it's wonderful that you ask. Uh, well, there's there's a couple. It depends on the digital person. For uh, Blue, they don't um, invest in uh, the kind of... Uh, there are some digital persons that will uh, buy bodies for themselves, like Android bodies, that they will inhabit and navigate throughout uh, real space. Uh, and so for them, um, losing finances can be uh, quite a hit. Uh, there are ongoing going, uh, server costs for bandwidth costs for servers. So uh, it's not unlike for real people. There's a certain amount of money that you have to make <laughs> consistently to stay alive. So uh, it's not unlike that. Um, and uh but but it's not just it's not just subsistence it's also like luxury blue likes luxury and uh and will and though uh their wealth is not in uh meat space it is usually in digital spaces like games and uh games tend to uh peter out after uh you know even the most popular games tend to die out after 15 years so blue has over, uh, a couple times in their life has migrated from one game to another and had to start over completely from scratch and build up a new life for themselves so okay. um that's that's uh and and and, re and that's you know obviously there's a uh, in-game economy usually but there's also the uh real money that you can enhance that as well so 
Yeah. Not I'm, now. I'm just imagining what happens to a to an AI if they aren't able to afford their server costs. Uh, are they just deleted, or are they? Uh, is there some sort of digital? Like, I would imagine uh, it. Um, living metaphorically, I would imagine it'd be like a it'd be like a coma where um, yeah. the program exists, but the servers are no longer being served. So like the data is just locked in place and until and it's released until. with that's what i would think um you know there's probably a certain amount of period that passes then when no one has paid for the server cost where uh those who run the servers can just delete it and uh, flush them but are some servers better than others like that, that costs more like eg paying more rent gets you like better bandwidth so you can do more yes. things or re- appear in higher resolution etc uh yes i think that yes um hmm. yeah it is uh the penthouse servers yeah yeah you know <laughs> it's uh i think i mean in in i think uh most digital persons have to migrate from one server to another uh as technology improves um or they don't have to but like you're gonna seriously lag behind uh others if you don't uh migrate your entire program into the newer faster servers um and you you'll you'll make yourself obsolete if you hang and so you're constantly there's like my the uh my whole life i'm just moving from one place to another one place yeah. to another in in real life and in the digital life okay all right so it's like a rolled in like combination of fashion and like because as just as times change you have to stay up hip with the times yeah i i guess it's a i guess it is a per uh it's a personality that it is it is um derived from just the reality that they experience uh gotta make that money Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) now uh, so about our uh our meat space friends um because quality of life and and sort of the brutality of it i I think as as i'm imagining it isn't much better for uh for meat space people Uh, i don't know if you guys refer to yourselves as meat space probably not in most yes hello i'm a meat person (laughs) i'm a meat person um yeah uh but the, these these hyper cities these mega cities that you guys live in um are just packed with people i mean we, we talk about um hundreds of millions of people living within a very confined area um mostly to conserve a given the vast sort of overpopulation of the planet or not really overpopulation just the the, the booming population of the planet to uh, comp- uh, accommodate for that we have most people living within very small geological areas. Um, so you guys, I think, are at the heart of this sort of city, uh, this this Zeta Ward, this uh, Zeta Metro. Um, and I think we've talked, we've we fleshed out a bit. I think you know, Tal has it pretty good, um, as we've talked about. Relatively. Relatively. Uh, some I think we've got some grandfathering in some. Uh, uh, <laughs> got you got a pretty sweet gig as far as your apartment space goes. Yeah, so Tal, um, like pretty much everything that she owns, anything like a value that she owns, which would be her apartment, which she owns, which is a big deal, um, as well as like her uh, her consoles and her camera and all that like retro stuff was passed down to her from her grandfather um and so she considers herself very very lucky um especially with the job that she works because it's very much like paycheck to paycheck and so not having to deal with like paying rent and 
and everything leaves her free to like feed and clothe herself on a regular basis which is nice but um and the apartment also sort of functions as her like workspace so yeah uh so you have a much i think larger living space um and and more uh, comfortable living space i think than most people Mm -hmm. would Uh, it's got a bedroom i think yeah yeah which is i mean having more than one room in an apartment i'm and, sorry and your bed has its own room <laughs> bed has its own room. because <laughs> uh, i think i think most people in this world would have uh, essentially a bedroom if you could call it that um i i imagine large like huge apartment complexes which are essentially just honeycombs of small little living pods that people are able to uh to sleep in safely at night um you might be you, you might be you may be you may might i uh, can't speak uh you you might have some uh some basic accommodations there uh i don't even think i think most of it would be public there might be uh, public restrooms and uh eating areas uh cafeterias um but it's mostly just you, you the space that you pay for is the space that you sleep because you have these artificial uh these these virtual reality systems that you're able to escape in uh and and so space becomes a non-issue because it's all a matter of perspective um since everybody has these implants uh so yeah i mean you actually having a physical place to walk around in and cook dinner and uh and running water and stuff i mean that's a that's a pretty yeah. sweet gig do you, do and you i think m- for i was gonna say i think for context it is a small it's what we would consider a very small yeah. apartment still i think like a very much like a one bedroom kind of deal uh-huh. but you know there's space in it for a human to exist if they want to be unplugged for a little bit which i think tal sometimes does yeah so do you imagine is this like a uh, is this like a situation where, where you have all like the brand new buildings on the block and then there's just this one like crummy uh, the brick old like brick apart- yeah, yeah apartment building that's been able to stand and yeah that uh, like everyone like ref- like i think someone's like grandma probably like chained herself to the door when they tried to yeah. tear it down like and every like, like that. three uh three weeks uh, uh what's the name of the character from the uh, oh and benny shows up and tries to get us a pair right? yeah yeah it's just very like, like... I, I was actually thinking of um the fairly odd parents the 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 guy with the white hat uh the really rich doug dimmodome owner, owner of the dimsdale dimmodome <laughs> yeah yeah the doug dimmodome shows up and knocks on your door every few uh, weeks and uh and offers you just outrageous amounts yeah. of money to move um, so they can build their new hyper mall. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably one of those situations where it's also like, I think maybe the people that consider in it, the people that live in it, excuse me, consider it probably to be like a, to have like historical value and things like that. Um, yeah, that makes you, sense. You have neighbors and stuff too. I mean, I would imagine there's yeah. like other people living there, um, which we'll flesh out at some point. I yeah. imagine when um, Grandma Atkins shows up to borrow a cup of sugar. Yeah, I think it's all probably like people from families that have lived there for a very for a very long time, and they're yeah. probably in like much the same situation of like not wanting to give that up. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to go live, you know, in a shoebox where you have to pay like exorbitant amounts of money when you've got got something? So yeah, so I think that fleshes out a lot and sort of gives our listeners a, a good idea of kind of the world that we're living in. Um, so I, I think. Uh, that sort of sets the scene there um, for uh, for the the beginning of this uh, of this adventure of this um, 
of the story that we're going to be telling uh, because these circumstances that you'll find yourself in uh, and you have one way or another met each other and we'll sort of develop those relationships and, and how you know each other and what you know about each other uh, but you've all developed an interest in a, a game that has uh, recently been uh, been published um, called Cyberscape. Uh, it is a vast uh, MMO RPG experience set in the fantasy world of Apocalypse. Um, uh, the fantasy genre not being nearly as popular as it once was uh, with many uh, of the old classics like uh, the, the retro game Skyrim uh, uh, have long since fallen to the wayside as not being um, nearly as interesting to play in the virtual reality world. Uh, but the, uh, the hyper-corporation uh, Utopia Gaming Software has recently released a, um, this, this fantasy RPG uh, called Cyberscape, which has just blown up at this point um, with millions and millions and millions of people across the world um, diving into the game to experience the uh, this this world of Apokil, uh specifically the kingdoms of Yol and the Quinlock province, uh, the two regions that the uh, game takes place on the country of Venturo. Uh, so that's sort of where we're beginning our or going to begin our adventure, and with you guys building these characters and playing this game together and uh, having a lot of uh, fun doing so. And surely nothing else will go wrong and it'll just be lighthearted fun for ages and ages to come. Um, <laughs> Sounds great. Any, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yay. Uh, so I think that uh, any anything else with your character creation, any other character stuff you guys want to talk about um, before we get into the, the game itself? Am I currently bunking at Tal's place right now? That was a, that's actually a really good question. So the uh, I kind of I do want to set the scene, kind of decide uh, where you guys are set up and where you guys are uh, hanging out when you're diving in. I, I I haven't come up with a better term. Diving I think is used in a lot of other uh, sci-fi uh, virtual reality sense. Mostly <laughs> more original than that, but I think we'll just go with that. Yeah, sliding in. Sliding. <laughs> sliding. Uh, <in>. yeah. <laughs> I don't like that one so much. We'll just go with the uh, with the game night's favorite, the slorping in. Yeah. Slorping in. <laughs> that one's uh, even worse. Not poor. Yeah. Not poor. Oh, the what these diving in, jacking in. I don't. Uh, I don't. Yeah. No. Oh, these are like, pretty bad. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I think diving typically it sounds it ends up being the better. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out later. We'll workshop <laughs> so, it. Yeah, we'll workshop it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Are you in your own place? I guess what, what is your what is your situation? Uh, I feel like when I don't have jobs to do, I'm hanging out with Tal. Like, have you found anything new? <laughs> kind of a thing. And then she's like, "Please leave me alone. I'm trying to do my job." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, otherwise, I go and sleep in my shoebox. So, uh, so right now, when you guys are like getting ready to play in the moments before. Um, are are you are you are you bunking with Wist right or with Tal right yeah, now? Yeah, I or? think so. I think also, I try my best not to let Tal know like where I go. I'm just like, oh, I'm just gonna go. I'm going to work. <laughs> I'm gonna go do some stuff because I don't want this person who's 
I'm paying to try and make me like regain my honor. I don't want her to know that we that I do some shady stuff. <laughs> she knows. I'm sh- I'm, I, give me an illusion. <laughs> I know you're a PI. Uh, but yeah, so I think right now, Wist is just hanging out with Tal. Uh, maybe like yeah. bouncing like a virtual ball, like some sort of like hologram thing, like just bouncing against the corner of like the room, just like waiting for their time, like their time slot to dive in to come up or something. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Blue, are we in contact? Are we still friends? Do we still DM each other or are we not on good terms? What's, what's up, my dude? Uh, I think we're fine. Great. One of those danger words. Fine. I think we're fine. (laughs) Well, for the sake of the podcast, I'm going to say you guys are talking to each other. Otherwise, it's going to be really hard. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. You're probably getting messages like, are we doing this? (laughs) Um, Are we in like in a queue? Like for the server? That that was my assumption. Well, we're yeah. Uh, so what's what's gonna happen is we're gonna when we when we jump in, we'll take a little bit of break here, uh, and when we jump in, you're gonna have uh, essentially be in the character creation menu <gasps> and uh, be making yeah. your oh, making your avatars. And then, like every other RPG game that I played, we'll spend five hours here. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just and then never and never it. finishing the game. We're gonna I'm yeah. gonna remake my face. 17 times and then i'm gonna see it in the game lighting and be like nope no no, ma'am why agree that's actually the rest of the podcast back it up up. guys making i'm gonna be asking you guys do you want the nose like two millimeters to the Mm -hmm. left or do you want it slightly what's why is the the lip shine so bright it's just so extreme gosh when, when you're doing that you're like i don't remember what a real face looks like is what where does everything go All right. Um, okay, so we will go ahead. Uh, let's take a little bit of break here, and uh, I'm going to get some stuff ready, and then we will jump into the game. Mm-hmm.